Hello, you're listening to the Jesus Only Podcast. I'm Faith, and with me is my dad, Joseph. Hello. <coughs> okay, yeah, that was just me pretending to be him, because today's podcast is just gonna be me, so I hope you're okay with that. Our podcast focuses on Jesus and the gospel, and the goal for this particular episode is to keep it even a little shorter than usual, so you don't have to listen to me for that long, and I just hope that you can bear with me. But today, I'm going to be talking about Paul Washer's famous Shocking Youth Sermon. You can find it on the internet, YouTube, if you haven't already heard it, because I know it's been around for a while. So either before you listen to the rest of this episode, or maybe even after, I would encourage you to look it up and check it out. Alright, so this sermon that Paul Washer gave, it was obviously to a youth um, at a youth conference. And I just kind of picked out some certain points, um, read some of it because I have the transcript of um, some really good points that he made. And kind the theme is basically, you know, are you really saved? And it's kind of, um, we'll get to kind of how he went about it, but that's really, is really... Um, shocking in that aspect of his just the way he presented it which was is a good way but it's definitely I guess surprising Um, but I'm just gonna jump right into reading this little paragraph of something that he said so um, he said because you need to realize the bible says for all have sinned and come short of the glory of god and you have no idea what that means that you are born radically deprived and god hating that we would have never sought sought god never come to him we have rebelled against god broken every law it's not just an issue that you have sinned the issue is you've never done anything but sin the bible says in the prophets that even our greatest works are like filthy rags before god and because of that you know you know what we deserve the wrath of god the holy hatred of god you say now wait a minute doesn't god wait god doesn't hate anybody god is love no my friend you need to understand something Jesus Christ taught, the prophets taught, the apostles taught this, that apart from the grace of God revealed in Jesus Christ our Lord, the only thing for you is the wrath, the fierce anger of God, because of your rebellion and your sin. Alright, so the point that he makes here is how big a deal sin is, and how, you know, we all know God is love, but he also has this, he says, holy hatred. Um, No, wait. Yeah, holy hatred of God because of our sin. And um, people don't want to hear that. People don't want to believe that. People don't talk about that. They just talk about the whole loving side of God, which, yes, God is love. He's, you know, he showed his love for us through what Jesus did on the cross. But to understand how powerful that love is, you have to understand the wrath of God, the holy hatred of God with with sin because he's so holy because he's so perfect and righteous as sin is, it's, you know, it's a big deal for him. Um, even for us, when, for people though, I feel like we don't see it that way and it's easy just to kind of brush it off as, oh, you know, like in today's society, you know, if you try to ask someone, you know, have you ever lied? And they say, oh yeah, I've lied. You know, if you're trying to maybe witness someone and, um, lying is not a big deal. You know, people say, oh, I just white lies. It doesn't matter what color the lie is, it's still sin. And that's kind of this point that he makes. And I think it's, it's important to remember um, that you can't just always be sucked into the lovey-dovey, you know, God is love, you're, you're fine the way you are. No, we're not fine the way we are. We have sin, 
we try to do these good things, but as the Bible says, it's like filthy rags before God. And once you humble yourself to realize that, then his love is so much more amazing. So another um, little part I'm going to read is talking about false prophets. And he says, One of the greatest distinguishing marks of a false prophet is that he will always tell you what you want to hear. He will never rain on your parade. He will get you clapping. He will get you jumping. He'll make you dizzy. He'll keep you entertained. Now, he says that, and that's total opposite of the way that he preaches. So he's definitely not part of that um, category. Because when you listen to Paul Washer, I've always, the things I've heard of his, I've always um, thought that it sounds like he has the weight of the world on his shoulders. Um, he's not always sounding super heavy, but he does his tone, the way he talks, the way he, he deals with this issue. You can tell the, the heaviness on his heart, how great an issue this is and how important he sees it because of the way he goes about it. His tone of voice, he just always seems like, like, yeah, everything's just all this, pre- I mean, not pressure, but like, you know, he realizes he's, you know, he's preaching people in there that could be lost and going to hell. And um, he doesn't want to be just one of those preachers that just kind of glosses over that and gets into the, I don't even know, just doesn't go dig into the gospel and just kind of surface level and tries to keep people entertained, which you sadly can see a lot in today's modern preachers. And that's something to kind of look out for. If you look at um, a guy that's claiming to be a preacher and he's preaching and most of his focus is on getting the crowd super like pumped up something isn't not right like not that he's supposed to be you're not supposed to be like you know like always like like being mean to them you know like but paul when he we talks about paul washer when he talks about these these heavy topics it's because they're so important even if you're going to walk out of that service maybe feeling a little convicted which is good you know conviction's not bad if you walk out of there thing you know not feeling like you had the best time of your life that's that's not the the point of um of preaching so that's that's what he talks about that um he goes on to say uh, let's, let's see um they never addressed wait like never addressed with great issues such as these and here are some um issues that they don't address um like is god working in my life am i growing in holiness have i truly been born again um and these are topics that, you know, you obviously got to ask yourself. And uh, actually today in the sermon at, at church, um, I'm not going to be like saying names, but we had someone preaching and he said um, something really powerful with the fact that like along the lines of people saying they're Christians, but they don't have like that fire for God or for Jesus. And that's kind of goes along, I think, with this, with um, you don't see the growing in holiness that god working in their life being truly born again if they just say they're christian and everything else is the same nothing has changed something's not right that's kind of what um the sermon at church today was about so i i I like that the connection i liked when he said that today and i'm like yeah that that's a problem um amongst christians you know because then the next question uh which paul washer goes into he says um how do you know how do you truly know that you are saved because someone told you because you prayed a prayer because you believed you know, like, how do you really know you're saved? And um, here's a little bit about how you can know. He says, and when you step off those paths in disobedience, as we all do, God comes for you and puts you back on the path. 
One of the greatest evidences that you have truly been born again is that God will not let you talk as your flesh might want to talk. God will not let you dress as the sensual world and sensual church allows you to dress. God will not allow you to act like the world, smell like the world, speak like the world, listen to the things that the world listens to. God will make a difference in your life. So once again, it goes back to there's going to be this difference. Uh, another point that Paul Washer talks about is um, just something I found quite um, interesting. He said, do you know Billy Graham is one of the kindest, loving men? Yet, Billy Graham has said he believed that a great majority of people who attend Bible-believing churches are lost. He said that he would be happy if even 5% of all the people who made professions of faith in his campaigns are even saved. That's just, and it's just wow. I don't really know how else to elaborate on that, but kind of makes you think. Um, he goes on, another really important, good point. He says, I want you to know something. God is not a, oh dear, derelict. I should have practiced this. D-E-R-E-L-I-C-T. Okay. Dear like Father. Hopefully I'm saying that right. If not, you know, bear with me. If you can play around in sin, if you can love the world and love the things of the world, you, if you can always be involved in the world and do the things of the world, if your heroes are worldly people, if you want to look like them and act like them, if you practice the same things they practice, oh, my dear friend, listen to my voice. There's a good chance you know not God, and you do not belong to him. So maybe take the second, if you're listening and you're feeling a little convicted at this, um, take a second to look back at maybe how you're living your life and say, hey, maybe, you know, are, are, is there really that difference between you and the world? Are you not listening to the same things, saying the same things? That, that's, you know, those are like some pretty big evidences. If you're, if you are the same, doing the same things as the world, that's, that's not a good sign. Um, he makes this really powerful point. He, um, Continuing on in his sermon, he says, You say the most important thing on the earth is to know Jesus Christ. That is not true. The most important thing on the earth is that Jesus Christ knows you. If you ask anyone, you know, do you know who Jesus is? Like in America? Yeah, everyone's heard his name. People use it. I hear his name all the time when people are upset. You know, like people, sadly, it's use his name, you know, just as a curse word and or if not they they just they know him they know Jesus' name, you know. And so that that's not what matters. It's if Jesus knows you. Does you do you have a relationship with Jesus? Is that relationship growing? Are you being pulled away from the world and being pulled closer into holiness? That's those are just some of my own questions I have for you and for myself. Okay, here's the final point. There are two ways um, Paul Washer says, there's a narrow way and a broad way. Which one, <laughs> Broadway, okay, <laughs> which one are you on? There are two types of trees. There's a good tree that bears good fruit and it goes to heaven. There's a bad tree and you know it's bad because it bears bad fruit and it goes to hell. It's going to be cut down and thrown into the fire. There are those who profess Jesus as Lord and they will, and they do the will of the Father who is in heaven. And there are those who profess Jesus Christ as Lord and they do not the will of the Father who is in heaven and they go to hell. Not because of lack of works, but because of lack of faith demonstrated by the fact that they had no works. So, you know, which path are you on right now? I'll, I'll tell you that, let's see, I'm pretty sure this is the second time that I listened and read through this sermon. Um, or I've listened to similar ones like this from Paul Washer and I've 
Uh, the first time I started listening more to Paul Wash, I felt very convicted. And that was a while ago, and I've definitely grown a lot. Um, but yeah, I felt really convicted. And even now, I, I look at this, and it, you know, it really makes me question things. Like, you know, you know um, especially the, the whole being different than the world. And um, especially when, like, going to college, and I'm um, always being around people, you know, that need Jesus... You want to make sure you're a light. I mean, you want to make sure I'm a light and that there's no confusion with, you know, who I am. And that's how it should be with you. When, whether you're at work, whether you're at school, um, there's, got, there's going to be a difference. And if there is, people will say things to you or, you know, things, it, people will see that. And um, I know that that's a really positive sign if someone says something to you or maybe ask you about it. Which, that, that's an open door to share the gospel. But anyways, getting off track. Uh, if you're feeling kind of convicted and you're kind of thinking, Hey, you know, maybe, maybe I'm not saved. You know, there is no difference. Maybe you don't like another sign is like, you should have a desire to, to grow in the Lord and read your Bible. Even though I know it's hard to, some days to, to always get in the world, the the word, get in the word every day. Um, you know, you still need to have this desire to grow. And if you just feel like, you know, I went to church when I was younger, I prayed a prayer and you're kind of fitting in that category. Today's the day. To get right with God, for real. You know, get down on your knees and pray and um, repent of your sin. Realize that you're a sinner. And um, just tell Jesus, you know, I put my trust in you. You know, and um, it's not about it's not about praying a little prayer when you were, when you were younger. Um, and if nothing, you know, anything happens of that, then that's not a good sign. But today is the day, you know, don't... You know, don't hesitate. Don't be like, well, I think I'm saved. I'm not really sure. You know, there shouldn't be doubt there. You can know and you can, um, you know, put your trust in Jesus and know that you are loved by him and by God and he died for you. Um, you have to also realize that if you continue living in your sinful life and living straying away from him and living just with the title of Christian and not doing anything else, that's not good. That's bad news for you. And so today, I hope when you listen to this, it causes you to think about some things, causes you to, you know, uh, it challenges you as it challenges me. Um, because the Bible talks about, you know, seeing if you're really in the faith. Um, people like to be like, well, you know, if you're doubting it, just remember the time that, but Paul Washer talks about this. Just remember the time where you, you prayed or like, did you write down the day that you went up to the altar and prayed, you know, don't be clinging on to, to that. Um, always be kind of checking yourself. Like, am I really in the faith? And you know, that's a biblical, biblical thing to do. So, yeah, that's all I got for today. Thank you for listening. If you listen all the way to the end of this episode and listen to me flying solo, but yeah, so this was a really great sermon. Um, Paul Washer is a he says does a lot of really powerful stuff. Um, a lot of powerful sermons. One's about the gospel. I think he has another one called, just simply called the gospel. And I would encourage you to look into that too. And um, just to know, like we've talked about before, we're all on this journey. Um, and you, you gotta um, just remember the most important thing and keep that as the most important thing. And what is that? The gospel. And what is that? What's the gospel? Jesus in my place. And ultimately, it's not about you. It's all about Jesus and what he did for you. So keeping your life focused on that, keeping your day and every day focused on that is um is very important. So I, I, 
I hope and pray that um, that you're doing. Um, let's see, that you're doing well today, and that it's causing you to think about some things, and that I stop rambling on and on at the end of this podcast. So yeah, um, have a good day. Thank you for listening, and goodbye.